Unprepared to engage Mormon missionaries when they knock on your door? Perhaps the book Mormonism 101 will help. Mormonism 101, published by Baker Book. Available at your favorite Christian bookstore. Viewpoint on Mormonism, the program that examines the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints from a biblical perspective. Viewpoint on Mormonism is sponsored by Mormonism Research Ministry. Since 1979, Mormonism Research Ministry has been dedicated to equipping the body of Christ with answers regarding the Christian faith in a manner that expresses gentleness and respect. And now, we hope you enjoy this repeat broadcast. What is the blueprint of Christ's church? Welcome to this edition of Viewpoint on Mormonism. I'm your host, Bill McKeever, founder and director of Mormonism Research Ministry. With me today is Eric Johnson, my colleague at MRM. Tad Callister, who is of the Presidency of the Seventy, is a very popular speaker in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. He works within the church education system. He gave a devotional to young adults on January 12, 2014 at Brigham Young University, and the name of his talk was, What is the Blueprint of Christ Church? Now, if there's nothing else that we take away from this talk, certainly Tad Callister makes it very clear that the Mormon Church is not getting away from this idea of what they call the great apostasy, that it alone represents true Christianity, which obviously means those outside of the LDS Church must represent a type of false Christianity, if Christianity at all. Now, when you have a blueprint, an architect puts that together to make it into what it ought to be, and he uses that term very purposely because he's going to show in his talk that the LDS Church is the one church that is Christ Church today, and that all the other churches may follow parts of the blueprint, but not the complete blueprint. Now, perhaps we should mention, and you noticed when going through this talk that it's somewhat similar to the 17 points of the true church. And we've talked about that before. Give us a little background on what the 17 points of the true church is, because this is, this is something that has been put on little index cards and given to people who may be inquiring as to what the Mormon church is all about. And it's trying to give some validity to the claims that the church makes. And so, though he doesn't really quote it verbatim, he seems to be following that same pattern from the 17 points of the true church. Yeah, the 17 points of the true church has been around for a long time. We're not sure exactly of where it came from. There's a story of that these uh, servicemen during the World War II era got together and wanted to find what the true New Testament church ought to look like, and so came up with these 17 points. And then they went out and later came back together and were surprised to find that, behold, all of them had joined the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Probably more folktale than anything else, but at the same idea of these are the points the Mormons oftentimes point to. And in his talk, and we're going to be talking about this in future shows, he lists 16 of the 17 points very clearly using those as why he thinks the Mormon church has the true blueprint. Well, let's get into his talk because right off the bat, as I've mentioned earlier, the first salvo is to make sure that the people listening, and in this case, these were young adults that were listening to this talk on January 12, 2014. He's going to make it very clear to them that this is the only true church. He said in the first section of the Doctrine and Covenants, the Lord makes this bold and significant statement, quote, this is the only true and living church upon the face of the whole earth, end quote. And that's from DNC 130. What does this mean? He asks. 
It does not mean that other churches do not have some truth, for certainly they do. It does not mean that other churches do not render good, for they render much good. What it does mean is that this is the only church that has all the truth that has been revealed thus far in this dispensation. The only church that has the ordinances necessary for exaltation and the only church that has the priesthood of God to perform those ordinances with divine validity. Now, if there was any question in your mind as to whether or not the Mormon church still believes that it alone represents true Christianity, I think Tad Callister just made it very clear. Anybody who thinks that the Mormon church is getting away from this notion that there was some kind of complete apostasy and that all of us are the part of one big church, as they understand it, is just false. He makes that very clear. Yeah, he cites the part in D&C 130 that says, this is the only true and living church upon the face of the whole earth, and he stops. But the rest of it says, with which I, the Lord, am well pleased. And that very clearly states that all the other churches, as nice as they might be, are not pleasing to the Lord as the LDS churches. Are you hearing that, folks? Because he leaves that out. I don't know why he left that out. Maybe he's trying to soften the blow with these young people that he's talking to who probably have friends that go to Christian churches. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know why he leaves it out. But the fact remains is he is not holding back that the Mormon church is the only true church. And we probably cite it a lot of times, but I'm going to cite Joseph Smith History 119, because I think it's appropriate for what he's just cited from DNC 130. Joseph Smith, supposedly in 1820, asked which church he should join, and this is what he's told. I was answered that I must join none of them, for they were all wrong. And the personage who addressed me said that all their creeds were an abomination in his sight, that those professors were all corrupt that they draw near to me with their lips, but their hearts are far away from me. They teach for doctrines, the commandments of men, having a form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. Now, in light of the statement that you just gave from their own scripture out of the Pearl of Great Price, how is that supposed to make me feel when Ted Callister is trying to, I think, patronize us? And that's kind of how I take it when he says, well, it doesn't mean that other churches don't have some truth. Even you and I, though we don't believe that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is a Christian church because it teaches false doctrine. It's led by false prophets. Even though we don't feel that it is a Christian organization, we still would say, well, there are some things that it teaches occasionally that I would say is true. Well, I mean, let me give you one example. Hebrews 13.4 talks about keeping the marriage bed pure. The Mormon church is a very moral church in that sense. They're very much for a man and a woman in traditional marriage values. I can say I agree with them on that position. And we also can look to the Book of Mormon in Moroni 8.18 where it talks about God being always God. I agree with that. Sure. I would not say that I believe because the Book of Mormon says that, that that makes the Book of Mormon ancient scripture. But certainly in that particular instance, I would say, in principle, I agree with what it is saying. And we could probably find a lot of things like this, either sometimes even doctrinal, or as you would say, even ethical, that we would agree with. Right. 
But see, when he comes across and he makes it very clear, as you pointed out, that theirs is the only true church, what's the other alternative to that? If I don't belong to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, obviously my church is false. And anybody who thinks that they're getting away from that needs to perhaps read this paper and they will see that it is certainly being taught currently. Folks, this is not 19th century Mormonism. This is current Mormonism. They have not backed off on that and they are still teaching it today. After citing section 1 verse 30 out of the Doctrine and Covenants, that this is the only true and living church upon the face of the earth, he asks the question, what does this mean? A lot of Mormons have explained exactly what this means. One of the quotations that I think we ought to read for people comes from BYU professor Robert L. Millett. Robert L. Millett is a Mormon apologist that tries very hard to convince non-Mormons that Mormonism is not as bad as we might think. But yet, what did he say in a book, An Eye Single to the Glory of God, Reflections on the, on the Cost of Discipleship, on page 7? He wrote, The Lord, in speaking with apocalyptic finality, said, quote, There are saved two churches only. The one is the church of the Lamb of God, and the other is the church of the devil. Wherefore, whoso belongeth not to the church of the Lamb of God belongeth to that great church, which is the mother of abominations, and she is the whore of all the earth, end quote. And that's from 1 Nephi 14.10 in the Book of Mormon. From the eternal perspective, he continues, from where God stands, there is only the course charted by him and advocated by the Savior and his prophets. Whatsoever is more or less than the divinely established plan is either deficient or perverse. No matter the degree of sincerity, adherence to anything less than the truth leads ultimately to a diluted discipleship. Whatsoever is more or less than the divinely established plan is either deficient or perverse. Hmm. That, that's coming from Robert L. Millett, who's the person who's trying to hold hands with all evangelicals as if the differences are not all that severe. But how can you be politically correct when you're citing something like 1 Nephi 14.10, Joseph Smith History 1, or D&C 130? It's impossible. And so what we're finding here is what we're finding with Callister. There's some honesty that the Mormon church really is the only church that God's well pleased with. There was also another source. Uh, it was a, a, an essay titled Watch and Remember the New Testament and the Great Apostasy. And this is found in By Study and Also by Faith, essays in honor of uh, Hugh W. Nibley on the occasion of his 80th birthday. This came out in 1990. Now, Kent Jackson was, I guess, the compiler of this. But in that book, it says, since Whoever does not belong to the church of the Lamb of God belongs to the church of the devil, as Nephi announced. Then all systems of worship outside the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints would be classified as the church of the devil by Nephi's definition. Wow. Now that's a pretty strong statement. And again, it goes back to this, what I feel is a little bit of a patronizing on, on the part of Tad Callister. He's going to tell us that, well, we've got some truth, but at the same time, we belong to the church of the devil. We profess to be Christians, but yet we're outside of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. They're not getting away from this. If you think for a minute that they no longer are teaching this, then perhaps you need to read this article. Now, Eric, you've got 
a response to this article on MRM.org. And if you want to read in its entirety what Callister said in our response to it, where would they find that? You can go to MRM.org slash Blueprint Church with the hyphen between Blueprint and Church. And I think it's important that Christians understand this because we should not be swayed by this kind of language where just because a Mormon says that our church has some good or does have some truth, that somehow that means they're Christians just like us. That kind of language, when we hear it from our Mormon neighbor, I think is really meant to, as I've said, soften the blow as to the serious differences between Mormonism and what we believe to be New Testament Christianity. We should not be fooled by that kind of language. Thankfully, I think, though, Tad Callister in this talk is going to make it very clear that even though he thinks that all churches have some truth, he's not backing off of the position that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is the only true church on the face of the earth. They are not abandoning that teaching at all. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information regarding Mormonism Research Ministry, we encourage you to visit our website at www.mrm.org, where you can request our free newsletter, Mormonism Researched. We hope you will join us again as we look at another viewpoint on Mormonism. You just listened to today's broadcast of Viewpoint on Mormonism. But did you know that you can hear previous shows at your convenience? The Viewpoint on Mormonism podcast is free on the Internet and will help you learn more about the LDS religion. Feel free to listen on your computer or download to your favorite listening device. Just go to MRM.org and click on the right side where it says On Air. All of our shows are here, so visit MRM.org today.